0: hello everyone welcome to another episode of chaotic like podcast and um, if you haven't yet listened to the previous episode i'd like you to go listen to it and if you have listened to it thank you for tuning in thank you for the support and the love and the reviews so far thank you so much so today we have a topic on our hands and it's well i'm going to make it a bit humorous so we don't always have to you know have go with a sad heart when we leave this podcast so i'm going to make it a bit humorous so we don't always have to go with um a sad countenance whenever we tune out of this podcast so the topic is you know that politics isn't that hard yeah I actually feel very very good today and full of energy I, i don't know the reason for that but maybe it's because i'm sitting on a swivel chair which is actually very nice to sit upon so let me start by telling you the first reason why i think politics isn't so hard you see it's because i can't enter into anything that is hard i can't do hard stuff that's just me I'm not built for hard stuff. So I, I already said that I was built for a soft life. So definitely politics can be that hard because I want to do politics. And secondly, have you watched Raya and the Last Dragon? Have you watched Raya and the Last Dragon? Apologies if you haven't watched it. But you should actually watch it because... It's an animated cartoon, but it's very, very interesting, very, very nice. So, and so it was released this year. I think in March. Yes, March precisely. It was released this year. Now, so let me let me just give you um, a basic overview of this story. So, Raya is um, the daughter of um, a village chief. Yes, daughter of a village chief, and. This chief is just one of the five chiefs of five villages that make up the kingdom of Kumanda. So in this kingdom of Kumanda, um, there are um, gods like deities that that protect and keep everyone together and these these deities were in form of dragons and they had magical powers so but there were some things that came to um you know to to mess up the the kingdom and these things were called i think drones or dunes something like that so um the dragons gave up their powers and they gave up their lives to to protect Kumandra but because of some selfish some selfish reasons the people of Kumandra destroyed the orb where those dragons put in their powers where all of those dragons put in their powers and each of them wanted to control their own territory alone and protect um, their own territory alone so everyone had to protect themselves you know everyone for himself so that's that was that was the situation and so each of the five villages picked out an orb. you know when they destroyed the orb they each picked one piece from the orb and you know but when when they go back to their lands they are they are um the, the protection that they thought they were going to have, the prosperity that they thought they were going to have for themselves alone, was was wasn't it? They were they were in for a shock because those those evil forces that that the dragons protected them against couldn't um, you know they, they overpowered the the they overpowered each village. Shout one by one. They overpowered each village. Each village just had a small, tiny part of that orb, so it wasn't enough to to counteract the powers of of those evil forces. So that was that. That's basically politics when you have a separatist interest, when you have um, an individualistic interest, and really, that's what politics is about today. Politics is about personal interests and not about the collective good. By this analogy, I think it's just safe to say that even the United Kingdom isn't united, even the United Arab Emirates isn't united, and even the United States of America, of course, isn't united. Like everyone knows this already. So, now let's come to like this our local front here. Let's come to Nigeria. I think to state the obvious is to say that Nigeria isn't united because. We actually were never united. We were just on paper, on documents. Um, you know, it was by documentation that, we, and by decree that we were amalgamated. You know, just merged together politically, and so we still have our separate interests. We still have our separate cultures, separate languages, and so it it hasn't made any sense right from 1914 till now because. We we are all barbarians to each other, you know. You don't speak my language, I don't speak your language, you don't have the same interest that I have. So how the de- how how do you expect us to work together? How do you expect us to function together? So that's actually just the basic thing. So I think it's safe to say that the well, maybe it's be a good start anyway, not like the permanent solution, but like a very, very good start might be. Changing our official language from English to Pidgin. Yeah, because, you know, Igbo people speak Pidgin. Yoruba people speak Pidgin. Hausa people speak Pidgin. And I'm not ignoring the other minor minority tribes, you know. But I think, like, everyone in Nigeria basically speaks Pidgin. So, it'll be a good start anyway. You know, remember the Tower of Babel now. Remember how it happened. How they were all speaking one language. And, you know, everything they set their mind to do. They did it because they were in one accord until God confused their language and so it scattered them all over the earth. So, that would, that would, I think, you know, that's the problem in Nigeria now. We just have different interests, clashing, acute, divergent interests, and that is like the bane of our problem in this country. <music> let me tell you how simple partisan politics is for for those of you who might not know you know what you might be seen on television with um, your senators and house of rep members you know using the mace to club themselves over on the head might might give you the impression that you know politics is just something that is so you know it's a no-go area for you, even though you're you're studying political science, you just want to leave school and be selling sleepers, you know. It's just something that you shouldn't venture into because you know you know, they are just they're just vile, they're they're just wicked, you know, firing themselves evil around their sleeps, you know, setting ambush, putting nails on the road, on the express road while one is going for a meeting on all of those kind of stuff. It, I don't know that these things are actually happening and I'm not saying they aren't happening. I'm just saying that it's not supposed to be if you look at the grand scheme of things. How... how Let me tell you how easy partisan politics is supposed to be. You know? Um, there is a... We have a piece of land. Now, 10,000 people migrate to the land and they didn't meet anybody, anybody there. So, um like first settlers or something like that so they settle but of course each of them would have their own problems you know uh one family needs this another family needs that you need to cultivate the land to uh, get produce for for their sustenance you know they need to find water probably need to build shelters you know what they just need to do is each family is supposed to pick a head know this is what they call constituency in politics you have a constituency leader so each family picks a head and then he goes out representing that family he tenders his interest before the other constituency leaders now there has to be a moderator of this constituency yes of of this um, constituency leaders meeting now there has to be a moderator now let's call this moderator the speaker so this speaker, you know, hears he out everyone. And if it's about um, an interest whereby... If it's about... If there is a clash of interests, you know, most likely there would be a clash of interests. You're coming from individual families. If there's a clash of interests, then it goes down to voting. Which, which interest, first of all, is paramount to the development of... The entire tribe, the entire ten thousand people that moved there. Now, if it's if it's um, there are some things that cannot be ignored. It's just common sense. First of all, they need water. That is like the most basic thing at, at, that, at that particular point. They need water. All of them have to agree that okay, first thing we are supposed to do together as as a community is to go look for water, go find a place where we can get accessible water for everybody. But no, one of those constituency leaders says that he's, he needs Gary now, no, 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 no. And he has to get Gary Oh, That water is not his concern. His family needs Gary. He, he still has one bowl of water in his house. So he needs Gary now. Everyone doesn't have water. Him, he has one bowl of water. So he needs Gary now, no, no. That's his interest. And he fights everybody. So it doesn't make any sense. In the long run, his water finishes... And probably he gets his Gary or he doesn't get his Gary and then he's suffering, and everybody is suffering too. You know, some people might join him, and I say yes. If you listen to him, it's why I need sugar in my house. I need this in my house, and and everyone abandons the common interest because to say the to say to say the truth, no matter how divided the country can be, no matter how uh, how um, you know dichotomized or or split up a country can be there has to be some things that are common goals there has to be some things that are in the common interest of every single member of that country or that community that is actually first fact you should know about any sovereign state or any political state there has to be some certain things that are common yet not every single person in the country gets these things that are supposed to be common to every single person for example rights to education Rights to, um, rights to accessible basic amenities. These things are supposed to be common for everyone, but still there are some people, there are some some parts of the country that are being neglected, and this is this is exactly what politics of interests look like. That's, that's just what we want to talk about today. I really do not have any solutions for Nigeria currently. Like the only thing I've said that is a solution is that we should all change or we should find a way to get our lingua franca to be pidgin instead of English. I'm not sure this is like the perfect solution, but I don't know. I just have a feeling that it's going to be a good start for the country. for coming to today's episode of chaotic like podcast and i hope that well i hope it actually you know gave you something new i hope you 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 you, you understand something um, new about politics and also that you know that politics is not always a true or die affair like it's it's never about that really well in the moment, I want you to stay safe and um, find a way to engage in your own politics of personal interest. And what I mean by that is, currently the country is on fire and I want you to stay at home, you know, just tell your friends online to stay at home too, whenever they can, or yes, as much as they can, you know, there are a lot of things happening anywhere. People just go out of their homes and don't come back again because... You know someone keep them outside so just try as much as possible to keep yourself safe and yeah take care of yourself this is your own politics of personal interest when it comes to the national level then you can fight for the entire country when it comes to your community then you can fight for your community but now this is about your life secure your life secure your life and take care i'll see you here next week bye guys